Hey guys, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Javeri, and with me today is the old host of the For the Win podcast and newly returned from paternity leave, Ted Berg. Hey, Ted. Hi, Hemel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's it's nice to be back on the show. <laughs> Your revolving appearances um, from the podcast that you used to host but are now no longer host of. Twice. Twice that happened. <laughs> Ted is on to talk about... Your, what is this, a first-person essay? What you learned when you got super swole? I don't know. I didn't get super swole. I didn't get super swole. I don't want to... I want to manage expectations. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a... I don't know. It's a thing I wrote. I, if you want to call very, it... It's, it's a very good... It's thing. sort of a... It's in the first person. I mentioned myself. It would be weird not to. Uh, the article... Right, if, Sorry. If I just said we the whole time, like, we started working out really hard, and then we lost some weight, yeah, it would be weird. So, wait, isn't, did we used to do we on the site? No, I don't think we ever did. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know, I, and I've always thought that was a weird quirk of journalism, that, like, you're trying to pretend, like, I am we, you know? So, no, I think that we've always been, when you need to write first person, write first person. But for me, like, personally, and... While I'm in some ways, or I was for a long time, very comfortable with that, uh, since really since writing for For the Win, I'm always like a little bit tentative about it just because mm-hmm. we have a, we, we get a lot of people who see your stuff who don't know you. Yeah. Um, and so in a situation where I was writing for like my readers who are coming to read my stuff, it, obviously I can write I and they know who they're talking about. But now when I write I, it's, it's a little stranger because I'm like, these people are going to say, well, who the heck is this guy? That's true. But the article is what I learned getting in better shape and losing 27 pounds with NYC's best discount trainers. Uh, This was fascinating because uh, I didn't even know you were on this wellness kick. Uh, Yeah, I've been so, so I could fool you because if you follow me on Instagram, as I know you do, uh, I have still been eating a tremendously unhealthy food and won't stop. And that was actually really one of the big revelations for me in trying to work out. Like I've, I've been, my whole life, I've been sort of, uh, and I think this is true of a lot of people, uh, especially in the United States, you know, uh, just someone who... I always feel like I should lose 15 pounds, yeah. you know, like, and like sometimes I feel like I should lose 25 pounds. Sometimes I'm like, oh, right now I'm in pretty good shape. But at most times I feel like ah, I should probably be in better shape. But I really like food and I really don't like doing like crash diets and weird things that limit you. I think more than anything, a lot of those diets, it's like, well, if you can't, if you have to be paleo or you can't eat carbs or you can't do this, then you need to have like your very routine set lifestyle worked out and if you're going to go out to lunch with people from work you got to scramble to find the paleo option or something like that and and just it never works for me because if like I'm not going to go out and get a salad at a place I know has amazing cheeseburgers it's just not going to happen there's, and so, there's some yeah, new diet fad that I can't remember but I was reading about it and now I have to google it until I can find it but it, it basically cuts out every single thing that you can eat but it's not yeah well it's not is it fast is it fasting because that's another new thing now is now like it used to be they'd say and, that, and that's another thing I've just kind of known from my whole life is the key is eating less right and you know different route you want to get to eating less eating less if you want to lose weight the key is eating less it's not hard right it's not it's it's but um now it it always changes the bar always moves and there's always these like sort of pseudoscientific uh explanations of like well you should be eating 
hundred calorie meals a day. That's the best way to do it. But who who portions themselves that well, right? And like who's like, oh, I can like narrow out exactly what I need to eat seven times during the day. I don't even have that much time, right? Like there's no if you're eating seven times a day, when do you do your job and take a shower and stuff? <laughs> and so for me, the key is just I just try to eat less, right? Like and so I still still eat good foods. I just if I'm getting a delicious fried chicken sandwich. I don't get fries with it, and I, I know that sounds extremely simple, but it, it's not the easiest thing to do, and it is what works for me sustainably. Yeah. It does seem that all the advice about dieting, it, it really is pretty simple. If you can eat less, and you can eat less of the things that are bad for you. And if you say, like, oh, well, how about you try this diet where you can only have bananas and skim milk, you're going to go crazy in two weeks, and you're never going to want bananas or skim milk ever again in your life. I think I heard about Rihanna, like the cleanse that they do, which is hot water and cayenne pepper or something like that. It sounds crazy. It is crazy. And like all those cleanses, that's that's BS, the whole cleanse thing. That's not a thing. Like that, you know, you're going to cleanse your system. It's not that people think like, oh, there are toxins that have been hiding out within your system for this many years. And unless you drink this specific beverage, they'll just stay in there. That's not really a thing, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't want to be graphic, but like, go get a colonoscopy and you'll have a cleanse. That's a cleanse. Yeah, that's a real cleanse. Uh, um, there are ways to clean yourself out that that's being one of them. But like, just because I drink this specific beverage that I bought at GNC for a week, that doesn't mean you're cleaning out whatever's in there. So part of the key for this for you was the fact that you did it over a relatively, um, I don't want to say long period of time, but a reasonable It was time. a long, no, it was a long period of time. Like I've, okay. I've definitely, I've lost weight way faster than this in the past for sure. So it was a reasonable amount of time, long period of time, but you did it through personal tra- trainers. In the article you say from early June until early December, you worked out with nine different trainers, which yes. that's pretty awesome. It was awesome, and and I, like I said in the thing, like I I went into this when I first realized how many personal trainers were on Groupon. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know what would be a funny article, like a deep dive into the dark underworld of New York City's personal training, and like you know I'm hoping someone's gonna offer me steroids and someone's gonna try this and I'm gonna get all these wacky people. And none of that happened. It was just all like pretty good trainers who were happy to work out with me, and I thought there would be really aggressive upsells. There wasn't even that. It was just good workouts in a bunch of different places around New York City. It was super fun. That sounds pretty awesome. And I had never thought about going to Groupon for personal trainers, but maybe I will. I hadn't either. It was a weird little tangent that got me there. I was looking up like some very specific workout that a baseball player had, thinking like that sounds like a cool workout to try. And the closest thing I found to that was like someone on Groupon offering some other similar program. And then I started looking around at Groupon. I was like, whoa, there are like 30 different trainers on here. And the rates, because I, I, I don't know what it is and if this is national or what, but at gyms in New York City for a personal training session, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's expensive. And there's never going to be a time when I'm willing to pay a hundred bucks to have someone stand next to me while I work out for an hour. Even if they have, even if they, you could tell me they have the best tips and all those things, I would just always say like, well, I've been doing this long enough because I've always like, I've always, even when I'm in bad shape, I always kind of work out semi-regularly. Um, and so I, I kind of feel like I know what I'm doing and I would never pay that much, but when it's $30 a session or $20 a session, it's a lot more palatable. 
so with this, it was early June to early December. And in between that time period, you also had a pretty busy schedule. So it wasn't like you had to clear your yeah, I had entire a, schedule. I had a, yeah, we had a, I had a baby. Yeah. So that was a big one. Um, and then I went on the road for all of October. Right. Which is really the chance. Because like, that is usually – and that was important to me. Because usually my trend for a long time has been – uh, like I get in shape in the winter and then baseball season starts because it, people who don't know, I write about baseball primarily. So baseball season generally gets really busy for me. And so I'll usually be in pretty good shape at the start of baseball season. And then it kind of goes awry slowly across the course of the baseball season. And then October comes and I'm on the month for the whole month. I'm on the road for the whole month. And I like, gained 10 pounds just in that month and then the cycle refreshes itself anew and I start getting in shape again that winter but last winter I had my elbow was hurt and so I just didn't work out and I was going to physical therapy for the elbow but I didn't do anything else and so I just I never restarted that cycle and so that's how I got it kind of spiraled out of control by June and I think it was really good for me at least and this doesn't apply to anybody else maybe but uh, uh, to be able to keep going through October was uh, uh, like something I'm kind of legitimately proud of, which is rare for me, you know, but um, to with as busy as you are, and it's not to complain, it's an awesome job covering the post MLB postseason is incredible, but it's an incredibly busy thing and an incredibly taxing thing. And so I was uh, happy that I was able to carve out, even if it was just a half hour, an hour a day, or even if it was just, you know, walking someplace instead of driving there, taking a cab, uh, that I was able to exercise basically every day uh, in that month. So why did you decide to do this? Oh, because I felt gross, and mostly because um, I'm super cheap, and at some point my clothes stop fitting, and it's like, oh no, like I either have to get all new clothes, which is a if you're someone, and I and I know that I'm there are other people out there who have this experience. If you're someone who is like on a sort of a, a shifting weight spectrum, mm -hmm. and you get up to some some number, and and you're like. I need all new clothes. That's a bad feeling, and I, and I'm saying that because I've gone through it before, and it's like, like because you you are just you're sort of forced to confront like okay either I'm cool with this and I'm just buying new clothes for this person that I am right now, or I need to do something to just fit into my old clothes again. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty harsh physical reminder that your body isn't the same as it used to be like if you can't get into your clothes that's something that's gonna impact your daily life i mean that's the main one that's like yeah. because that's 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 the way i am like that's the way it confronts me is like putting on a t-shirt and being like nope can't wear this t-shirt like I, this is scandalous <laughs> right now so i gotta go to the fat t-shirts like the ones i know i can wear at bad times and then you're like oh i only have four of these so i gotta do more laundry now or i i gotta lose some weight and then it's like all right i'll lose some weight all right before i i need you to motivate me but before we get into that you said in the article that you didn't want to give people specific workout tips because you don't know their bodies and you don't want to be responsible for them hurting themselves but what did you learn um in terms of how to work out or no i mean in terms of this whole experience for you uh, i mean i'm so i mean mostly what i learned is that I enjoy, and I knew this, you know, all of these things, again, like, it's all stuff I've kind of been through before. I really, when I'm in a good zone, like, when I'm some, when I 
become someone who works out every day, which is like not my my natural way, but sometimes I get there. I feel so much better, and that's the main thing. And and like I said, you know, look, obviously I'm worried about how I look, and obviously I'm concerned about how the clothes fit, and obviously I'm a you know deeply uh, sort of. Uh, superficial person who wants to look hot for the people right like all of that matters to me but like at, at the end of the day it's really nice to when my kid drops something on the floor that I bend down and pick it up and it doesn't like hurt my body or if I'm you know I'm trying to get across the street before a yellow light and I can jog across the street it doesn't feel like hard to jog or and then nothing nothing is saying like stop running don't don't what are you, where are you going? You know, so um, I think what I learned is that I, I should try to care less about things like the scale weight and the other people at the gym and uh, societal fitness standards and just focus on doing the things that make me feel good and remembering that for as much as fried chicken makes me feel good, uh, exercising also makes me feel good. In your thing, you said um, stretch every day. Mm-hmm. pretty basic Big one, man. So, so for you that's basic for you that's basic because you're a yoga person well, right well I don't, I'm sorry I don't mean that I just also mean that it's something you hear a lot right you definitely hear a lot and I never do it I never ever ever do it and I went to this guy I, um, Ed Jakowski, he was one of like the, he was one of the biggest characters I met in doing this. He was like a guy who had a, he had a book about exercise and this whole operation going out of a, a hotel gym in Midtown, uh, sort of a, an entertaining, he, he was a character. You would call him like a New York character. Um, and I don't think he'd be offended by me saying that. Um, and he, you know, he was like, all right, bend over and touch your toes. And I bent over and touched my cho- toes and my fingers got to like just above my ankles. <laughs> And, and he was like, oh, wow, you're really, like, so, like, he didn't say it, like, he wasn't mean, he wasn't mean about it at all, but it was just like, you could really stand to work on your flexibility, and so, so, I was like, all right, yeah, that's definitely true, I would like to be more flexible, and that's something I remember from having tried yoga in the past, it was like, actually, it did kind of make me feel better, um, there's aspects of yoga I find kind of boring, and I'm, and I'm kind of bad at it, um, but the stretching part of it always did make me feel better, so this time around, it's like, all right, let's just remember to stretch, I stretch in the shower, or wherever, and you stretch every day, and all of a sudden, you're way more flexible, it's so cool. So your specific goal was to lose weight, right? It wasn't just overall fitness, it was... Um, yeah, I mean, that's just, the, I guess that's the easiest way to measure uh, right. overall fitness for me, so it, like, and the number didn't matter as much as just being, having my clothes fit, and that I knew required some weight loss. Um, before I let you go, so what about New Year's resolutioners uh, who, I feel like I work out regularly, but I go through spells of just not wanting to do anything, which I'm currently in because it's like 10 degrees outside and it's really hard to get off to the gym. Yeah, I should say that since I published that article, I have not been to the gym, uh, which the last few days. I I want you to motivate me so that I work out. This is honestly the first two-day stretch I have gone without exercising in, like, probably since the middle of June, and or except for the, the two days after the baby was born. Um, but that's a. This is just like, oh, it's really cold outside. It's not like a major life event. Um, I don't know. I'm not the right guy to come to for motivation. I was just trying to say it's something that you can do and you can feel better. And I'm like a because I'm not trying to be Mr. Fitness, right? I'm just a regular dude who 
needed to get in better shape, and I did. I'm not totally happy. I'm trying to be in better shape still. Uh, but I guess I would just say the, the coolest thing for me, and this actually came from one of my friends, was just coming to the realization that you can plan to work out every single day and making it, because uh, I think a lot for me is like, oh, I can take an off day this day. I'll take an off day this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, like, oh, I'll plan like Tuesdays are off for me. But if you say Tuesdays are off and then something happens Thursday that makes you miss the gym and then something happens Saturday that makes you miss the gym, then you're taking a lot of off days all of a sudden. And so a big, uh, a big hurdle for me was sometime when I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm enjoying exercising. Uh, I feel better when I do it and I should just do it every day and not worry about, um, and, and not push myself so hard that I can't do it the next day, mm-hmm. but also not worry about like, oh, you need to be resting this thing this day. Just get yourself some form of exercise, if that's walking a couple miles or going to the gym and and getting on the bike or the treadmill or whatever thing, even if it's easy, just do it. All right. I guess uh, that's good motivational advice. Uh, um, Anything else? Is it? I don't know. I, I'm not uh, motivated. That's it, because you just have to get yourself there. Like, to, for me, it's just like, uh, let me, okay, I feel crappy. I wake up in the morning, I feel maybe, you know, like, I, I didn't sleep that well. The kid woke up three times last night. I, like, uh, and, like, I can think all the way to the gym. I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, turn around. But just getting myself in there and then forcing myself to work out for an hour makes me feel so much better for the rest of the day. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a regular, I'm a regular workout person, but I don't work out every single day. I'll work out three to four days a week of like high intensity cardio or like yoga. But that's good. That's like more disciplined than I would be otherwise. Cause uh, if, uh, yeah, I think that I would be, if I could say like, oh, I should work out three to four days a week, it's too vague for me and I would wind up working out one day a week. Yeah, well, I've been doing it. I think I'm in a rut, though. I think I'm in a point where I know I'll get back to it at some point. So it's like 12 degrees outside, which means that I'm, I'm not leaving my couch. <laughs> um, well, so another thing that works for me, and I think this is a, I don't know, like, I don't want to chalk it up to, I, this is a me thing, I'll say. Okay. But I'm extremely competitive. and oh, I can you be are, com- that's right. I can be really competitive with myself. Mm-hmm. And so setting goals, and I, I, it's different for yoga for sure, but probably not for cardio, right? Mm-hmm. So like um, if I get on the treadmill one day at you know 7.4 miles an hour, I say like next time I get on, it's 7.5. And then the time after that, it's 7.6. And I try to just make every little thing, I try to just improve and make it harder every single time I'm to compete with myself and that way I like it's it almost becomes something I look forward to like I I want to go to the gym and see if I can curl this amount this many times now because I know it's something I've been working on and so like creating sort of small like micro goals along the way is something also that helps me keep going and going back I think that that system works for a lot of people and I know one of your tips in the article is write everything down uh, I don't work out that way. I'm the person that won't even check. Like, I don't take a watch with me when I go running. And if I'm on the treadmill, I'll pump it up to a speed that I feel comfortable. And, but I'll throw a towel over it so I don't really know how fast I'm going. Oh, that is exactly the opposite of hell. Because like I'm on, if I'm on any sort of cardio machine, the way I keep myself entertained is doing math to figure out like the different like how many miles per hour am I going how many if it doesn't show me miles per hour I, I I look at the miles and I look at the time and I 
do the math in my head to figure out miles per hour or I do calories per minute and stuff like that. I'm always like, well, I have a distance around our neighborhood that I run and then I know alternate routes where I can either pump it up or take shortcuts and and things like that. So I have like an approximate, like, oh, I went a little faster today, but that's not what gets me out the door. Well, and I think that that, like, so my wife is exactly like that too. And I think like some of it is just like... I think that weightlifting is part of the thing that breeds the competitiveness because there is, like, a set number that you're looking at, and you kind of have to keep in track. Like, if you're not keeping track of the last thing you tried to bench, then you might put too much on the bench and crush yourself, you know? So you kind of have to know. And I think that sort of breeds that the little bit of, like, the competitiveness that helps. That sounds... But I'm not saying, like, but I, but for a lot of people, obviously, like weightlifting isn't what you isn't the goal. You know, like I don't I don't imagine you're looking to like add bulk muscle. I am not trying to get swole. I am just trying to, you know, honestly, for me, I am just trying to not feel like crap. Like I agree with you. I think the winter and not working out just makes me feel gross and sluggish. So that's about uh, it. Yeah, I mean, and and I, th- I read one time, and I, and again, this might have been just been like BS, and it was something I read like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. that like regular exercise has the same effect as like a, a bunch of like uh, antidepressants that, yeah. that pharmaceutical companies sell, and it kind of works for me, like that feels right to me, because I just feel so much better when I actually do it, and so for me, it's just that first, that first leap, like just do it just actually get yourself there and make this happen and then i'll feel better and so just it's the first step and that's actually one of the reasons the groupon trainer thing worked really well for me was because you have to go right because mm-hmm. you set up the appointment with the person you pay for it and then you have to go yeah that's awesome and it's really great advice so thanks for hanging out and thanks for the tips ted I am now a fitness guru. <laughs> In addition to our fast food Taco Bell guru, you are now our right. fitness guru. All of these things. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week.